Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Life After School. We are getting this episode uploaded today on Friday, October 27th. We were going to have an episode recorded yesterday on Thursday. However, we were waiting on a product to come in and a product that I'm very excited about and I can't wait to tell you all about it. Uh, The product that we have uh, gotten is something that is going to help our podcast in ways that uh, we are excited about, especially in the quality of our sound. We're pretty excited about that. Um, got some really nice equipment. However, we did not have everything we need set up for that. So we are going to attempt to have everything, all the equipment we need by the upcoming podcast next week. So we're going to have one recorded for Thursday and ready to go. But we were trying, we were hoping for the best to be able to record on the new stuff we bought. However, we are still lacking a few things, so we are uh, working to get the rest of that. So thank you all for your patience with that. And again, thank you all for listening and sharing these episodes. Continue to do so. We're so appreciative of your support and your help in supporting and helping our podcast grow. Um, We're still going to continue to be talking about food and shopping And we're going to take a tad bit of a break from shopping for food. And that's still, we still have a lot of things we're going to cover with that because that is one that is a lot of um, things that is weighing on people's minds, especially with young people and them uh, as you all go out in in the world and trying to shop for food and seeing the way inflation is and how ridiculous it's gotten. Um, you might be thinking to yourself, especially for those of you that are trying to eat healthy or you've always been a healthy eater and you might have gotten out on your own for the first time and realize, oh my goodness, what do I do? And especially if you're someone who's trying to keep up with information about what to eat, what not to eat, you might ask yourself, where do I get advice for healthy foods? Because a lot of times the advice we usually take is the advice that we get from our parents or from our coaches or anyone that has been of significant uh, meaning in our life or a big part of our life, and especially in the realm of sports or any kind of activities that requires you to gain or lose weight. And so you probably think to yourself, okay, I don't have them anymore. You realize, you know what, maybe I don't want the advice of my parents or my coaches. I want to make my own decisions, but I don't know where to start. And so you start maybe Googling a couple of things. You start going to Google and then you might find a thing here and there. Then you might turn to social media, especially Instagram and TikTok, especially TikTok. You find some people there that you might like and you start to follow. But then you start to realize that the more and more you listen to them, the more you realize that there are there's so many foods that they're telling you not to eat. And it starts to get ridiculous and it gets to the point that you get so scared of eating 
even just one of the wrong things that this person is telling you not to eat that you actually get become scared of food you're nervous of food and there are people who develop eating disorders because of people who fearmonger so the purpose of this episode is asking the question where to get advice for healthy foods now i'm not going to sit here and have a list of people or a list of websites for you to check out because that is not my place i am not an expert in the matter however there are things i can tell you of what people you should avoid and i'm not going to sit here and say avoid this particular tiktok or avoid this particular person on instagram or any social media i'm not going to do that i'm instead going to give three categories of people you should avoid when it comes to talking uh, it comes to anyone that talks about food number one and these are not in any particular order but I do think number one covers probably 80% of the people that are trying to sell you this information about this food being bad or 90% of the foods that you're trying to buy or you want to buy being bad. And that first category is people who are trying to sell you a product. That's probably the biggest red flag you should look for. If you're following someone on social media and it does not even have to be a site like TikTok. It can be someone that it might be a website you see on Google, might be one of the first um, links you see when you Google something health related. You might notice that they're trying to sell you a product that they're saying, um, if you use this product or take this supplement, it's going to help with hunger. It's going to help with your gut health. It's going to help with those things. And this is not to say that the products they're selling are not true. It could be true, but the thing is, is not so much whether or not if the product is true or not, but it's the fact that there's a 99% chance that if you have someone that's telling you to partake or to buy a supplement, a meal plan, or a diet plan through a company, they are making a profit off of you. And what is the best way to make a profit when it comes to getting in the health industry? What's the best way to make profit? Make people scared of food. Make people scared of foods that they thought were healthy and and you tell them they're not healthy. Or foods that really are not healthy, but instead of teaching maybe balance, you teach an avoidance of a certain type of thing and and this is not to say and again i'm not an expert so are there certain foods that i'm sure that we need to probably be a little more cautious on and maybe even avoid to a degree i do think there is but at the same time what i find interesting is you'll find these people that will talk down about people that partake of these products and then they forget that there's a good amount of people that does not that do not have access to a Sprouts or a Whole Foods or even just a grocery store like Walmart or Kroger or any kind of brand store like that that sells these healthy products, these quote unquote healthy products that can only be found in these stores. And it, it bothers me because there's just a lack of awareness with that. And it just really makes me think that. There's no concern about any of that. And 
that's the reason why I absolutely love some of the people who are trying to teach about how to shop with the stores you have, especially since you got Dollar Generals and Family Dollars that are in what are considered food deserts and and with lack of a grocery store or one or a town that only has one grocery store. And I love that people are realizing that that is the option for a lot of people. And even for people in places that live near bigger stores, they may not be able to afford those bigger stores. So they might, their only affordable option might be Dollar Tree or Dollar General or Family Dollar. And so I'm saying all that, I'm kind of chasing a rabbit here, but the purpose I'm trying to get at here is biggest red flag, avoid people who are trying to sell you a product. They are, they are most likely making a profit, and the way they make profits is to make you fearful of something and sell you the solution. That's how the salesperson or the sales tactics always work. They make you think you're missing something or that there's a neglect in something, and they will sell you the solution. That's how sales has always worked, and that is how it will work until the end of time. Two. This one is a little more difficult because this is not a a fail-proof plan, this second category. Avoid people without credentials. I was not sure how else to word this, but this is the only way I can think of. And the reason why I was concerned about how this would be worded, because one of my biggest concerns is I don't want to give the impression that just because somebody has credentials or they have a degree in nutrition and whatnot, that that automatically means you should listen to them. I'm not saying that at all. And I'm also not saying that just because someone does not have all that training or that degree that they don't know what they're talking about. That's not what I'm saying at all. There are people that fall into those categories. However, One thing that's interesting is that when you see the people that are trying to promote all of these different products and are make are saying things that don't make sense or trying to say that, well, this particular product has A, B and C in this chemical. And this is the same thing used for uh, same thing used to make this and same thing used to make that. And we don't eat that. they'll, They'll say stuff like that and not realizing that, well, one, you don't know what you're talking about, and and that is a complex topic and complex thing that you have to have some deep understanding to fully dissect to be able to say if the such and such is actually harmful or not. And it's just little stuff like that that a lot of people just don't really pick up on because we have always been fed that anything that teaches or tries to promote eating regularly and maybe not being so freaked out by things as easily gets looked down upon because we have become so fear-mongered to food and to what is in our food and again I'm not saying that we I'm not saying there shouldn't be saying I'm not saying there should be zero concern about what goes into our food I'm not saying that at all However, there are so many claims that are made on social media that is so ridiculous and we wonder why eating disorders continue to rise. They continue to rise because people without facts, 
or without the full facts and without the full information is giving information to people who desperately need food. There are people with eating disorders who continue not to eat because they hear someone who has over a million followers on Facebook and confirmation bias with the thousands of comments that are confirming what this person says. And that's one of the reasons why I am so scared of social media because misinformation, especially on food, is so easy to be confirmed in your mind as true just because you have thousands of people liking the post and commenting they agree with you or agree with that person. And it's very dangerous. So that's the reason why I strongly believe the best bet. And again, this is not saying this is always the case, but a good general rule of thumb to follow is look for credentials. Find out how do they know what they know? Do they have any kind of training whatsoever in nutrition or anything nutrition related? And third thing, um, avoid people when it comes to talking about food and how to get advice for healthy foods and a healthy lifestyle and whatnot. Avoid people who do not promote balance. And again, I'm not an expert on the matter, but I know that trying to displace a whole category of food is not a good sign. It's a big red flag. Now, you're probably listening to this and thinking, well, if someone is saying to cut out all processed sugars like candy bars or cakes and stuff like that, then is that really such a bad idea? And you might be thinking to yourself, so is is Charles promoting that we should? And again, I'm not trying to promote anything, but I'm sure you might be thinking in your mind that when I say um, condemn a whole food group that you probably think I'm talking about sugars and stuff, right? Um, Well, here's my thing. When I say that, I'm thinking about a couple, I've heard a couple of creators on social media say that fruit, like natural fruit, you know, the fruit that we eat and grow, that fruit should be avoided at all costs. I know some who say vegetables should be avoided at all costs. And the reasons they give again i'm not an expert in the matter but it took me a few minutes of google searching to find out that they were incorrect but speaking of google searching be careful what you search on google because there are so many websites that seem good and seem like they know what they're talking about because they use big words and big fancy words and all that but just keep in mind a lot of those people, they get monet- they get monetized when you visit their website, especially if it's running ads. If you buy a product through them, they get money. And so always try to find an unbiased source, which could be clinical labs and studies. And when you go looking at clinical labs, because that's one thing I've noticed with, him, with a lot of these people on these social media platforms, is that they'll quickly flash up a headline from a clinical study or some type of journal that was published. And what's interesting is, and this is not to say we shouldn't, we're not saying we should not believe medical journals and studies, but a lot of times they will take something that might have only been done once or twice and establish it as fact. And again, I'm not an expert on the matter, but 
I do know that multiple studies, multiple trials have to be done before you can make a decision to say fully this is something boom. That's the reason why when studies like this comes out, it says study shows or a study shows from Duke University, from Princeton University, University of Georgia, any kind of research university. It said, you know, it talks about study. Why? Because it's showing that this is what was shown from that study, not a rule of fact. And so multiple studies, multiple tests and clinical trials have to be done in order for something to be more established as fact. So just because you see one article that says um, group A, people in group A, when they eat item B, end up with cancer C. And if it's only one study, find you another study, at least two or three studies that say the same thing. And sometimes you might need more, but two or three, especially three. Three is a magic number. See if you can try to find three that backs up that evidence or or even find evidence that might go against it and see what they say. Do in-depth research. Just don't take the word off someone who read a the outline of a clinical trial and read the abstract information that's the information at the beginning and let and do not let these people make these decisions for you it's your body and you are in control of what you put in your body don't let them make those decisions for you so again uh, avoid people who are trying to sell you a product avoid people without credentials and avoid people who do not promote balance and again Let's not say all the people in these categories are bad and there are good people who are trying to sell you a product that's just trying to make a little money on the side. There are people without credentials that know what they're talking about. And there are people who may not exactly promote balance, but they do promote something way better than a lot of the stuff that you might hear. So these are just general rules of thumb to follow. You all have a good rest of your weekend, and you all take care of yourselves and never give up. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast, hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams. Fighting to create.